Good morning. My name is Margaret Pellerini. Today is Tuesday, February 13th, and this is my podcast. I hope you all are well today, and I hear up in Philly that it's snowing. Today's podcast is entitled Let It Go. It's kind of deep. Maybe sometimes we can't let it go. I'd like to start out with a few lyrics from the song Let It Go. Let it go, let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. Let it go, let it go. Turn away and slam the door. I don't care what they're going to say. Let the storm rage on. Cold never bothered me anyway. Let it go. Does that resonate with you? Is that something that you feel? Let it go. Some shout outs first. First shout out to my main man, Carter. Hey, Carter. Hope you're out there later on playing in the snow. Shout out to Wu. Wu, I will try to break 10 minutes. Shout out to Icy. Hey, Icy, Helen, and you who's listening. This one is a special one, so shout out for me. Let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. Let it go. I'd like to give you a scripture verse pertaining to this podcast. 1 Peter 5, 7. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Where are you at? Where are you at today? Do you let it go? Do you hold on to it? Just think about it. Think about the words. I want to give you a story. Names are changed to protect the innocent. This is a fable, a Zen story of letting it go. Once upon a time, there were two traveling monks, and they reached a town where there was a young woman waiting to step out of her sedan car. <coughs> Excuse me. The rain had made deep puddles, and she couldn't step across without spoiling her silken robes. And she stood there. She looked very cross, very impatient. And she was scolding her attendants. Now they had nowhere to place the packages that they held for her, so they couldn't help her across the puddle. Their arms were full. The younger monk noticed that the woman said nothing and walked by. The older monk quickly picked her up, put her on his back, transported her across the water, and put her down on the other side. She didn't thank him. She didn't thank the older monk at all. She just shoved them out of the way and departed. Now, as they continued on their way, the young monk was brooding and preoccupied. And after several hours, unable to hold his silence, and he spoke. He said, that woman back there was very selfish and rude. You picked her up, put her on your back, and you carried her. And she didn't even thank you. I set the woman down hours ago, the older monk replied. Why are you still carrying her? It feels good to let go. Not when other people tell us to let go and move on, but when we ourselves see the necessity of it. Letting go doesn't mean forgetting or whitewashing the other person's behavior, but it means protecting ourselves from the corrective ways of staying stuck. Letting go. Anger, bitterness, they take away our energy. They sap our creativity. Each of us has a certain amount of energy and that fuels our spirit. But think about it. If 5% or 75% of that energy, if it's directed towards carrying someone who's wronged us, then that same percentage is unavailable for other pursuits. It's not available for positive. If anger keeps us stuck in the past, we won't be fully in the present, nor can we move forward into the future with our full potential for optimism and hope. We don't need to forgive a particular bad action when another person fails to generally acknowledge the wrong. 
but we do need over time to dissipate its emotional charge. We need to accept sometimes the person that wronged us is unreachable, unrepentive, and we have a choice as to whether to carry it on our shoulders or not. Do you hold on or does whatever it is still stay with you long after it should? Sort of like baggage from a vacation. This is a personal podcast. For me personally, I never let it go. I think I do, but I don't. I think, I think I believe my son was the same way. He held on instead of just letting it go. Never truly actually putting it down. So what happens? You hold on, you hold on. Either to a hurt or a situation, you keep it, you water it, you plant it. You keep it going. So if today's Monday and someone hurt you, something really mean, rude, hurtful, they said something that hurt your feelings, what do you do? Me, I carry it into Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I don't know if I learned this or if it's just something that's just me, but it really needs working on. Truthfully, it does. Growing up, we all have role models, people who we watch, who we eventually influence us. Let it go. Let it go. In doing this podcast and doing research on YouTube, there is a let it go teaching you how to let go. A beautiful Buddhist story of letting go of all of the negative. The trouble is that when you don't let go, it takes over your mind, your thoughts, everyday activities. It interrupts your life, your sleep. It prevents you from leading a happy, healthy life. So then let it go, take accountability, but hold on to things, make space for new, and then out with the old. Focus on the lessons most important, accept what you can't change. Going number-wise, hold on to things. Yes, this can be difficult. For me, it really is. I feel like a phony because I have to learn to drop it. Drop it. Let it go to be present in the moment. My daughter, God bless her, She's in the moment. She knows how to let it go. For me, it's the hardest to ever let it go. Way back when, when my son died, was very difficult for years. The what, the why, I replayed it over and over in my head. What did I miss? Couldn't let it go. In the Bible, there's a man named Moses. Moses is one of the best known men in the Bible. But before Moses was famous, he struggled to let it go. Let go of his past, letting go was so hard for Moses that he questioned God's plan. He gave God a list of reasons why he wasn't qualified for the job. Does your past cause you to not let it go? Do you still hold on very tight? I do. So then the next question remains, why? What you are holding on to, why? What do you really, really need to let go? I have so much baggage that literally I could travel. I know it sounds funny, but it's being truthful. So very much baggage. I'm the type, I put it down and then I go and I pick it back up. I shared with you about losing my son. I couldn't let it go. All of the questions that I thought I needed to know. Holding on, how to release or really can you? Life has taught me I'm always not in control. Not at all. Life is full of experiences, lessons, heartbreak, and pain. And sometimes, 
personally, truthfully, it's a lot of pain. But it also has shown me love, beauty, and so many possibilities and true meanings. Embrace it all. Speaking about embracing, as I'm reading this and saying this, I know I gave shout outs, but another one now. Letting it go. Cynthia, shout out to you. I love you. It makes us who we are, letting go. And after every storm comes a clear sky. Remember, before you speak, remember this. Three words to pass on. Three words through three gates. First one is, is it true? Second one is, is it necessary? And the third is, is it kind? I heard this week, bless my soul. We all need to try to remember and stay focused on the positive. Let it go. However, sometimes you can't. You really can't let it go. I know this from personal life. Let it go. Sometimes we just hold on too tight. You had a very good friendship, and it meant so much to you, and it shattered, it broke. And you know over and over it was your fault. But you can't repair it, no matter what you do. So what do you do? You remember you hold on to the good, all the time trying, and you keep going on and on. You may not be able to let it go, but you keep going on, keeping the memories, all the time remembering. Is it that important? Is it that big? Do I need to let it go? From my heart today, thank you for listening. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Have a good one. Always know you are loved.